Hey guys, <laughs> welcome to the Read em and Drink podcast, where we talk books and drink. Today we are drinking something new, sort of, kind of. We are still hooked on our raspberry cold foam, but we got cold brew this time. And it is delicious. It is good, and it's not going to make us too jittery. Yeah, hopefully. Because <laughs> we got it from Evergreen. Evergreen. Um, so today we decided that we want to talk about thrillers, our yeah. favorite books. We just decided this about 15 minutes ago. Mm-hmm. We had something else planned, but we were like... Switching it up. So today we're going to talk about our three favorite thrillers and three thrillers that we haven't read yet that we're excited to read. Yeah, I'm excited. I know. We both love thrillers so I know, much. so it's fun to talk about them. All right, so we're just going to kind of piggyback, you know, off of each other back and forth. Um, oh, also we had to leave out, we agreed to leave out The Silent Patient. Yes. Because, because we both knew we were going to choose it. Yeah, and we've talked about it so much, you know. Yeah. So, just know that that's one of our favorites. We're just excluding it because we've talked about it for so, so much. We've over-talked about it. So, um, I guess, do you want to go first? Do you want me to go first? Sure. Okay. We're going to talk about our favorites. This isn't in any order for me, really, but the first one that I found and screenshotted is The Push by Ashley Audrain? Audrain, yeah. Audrain. Um, it's really good. I, have you heard of it? I have. Um, I want to read it, but I just don't know. I feel like you got to make sure you're not. Well, tell them what it's about, and <laughs> okay. then it will make sense why you have to make sure you're in the right mindset. Oh, and disclaimer, if my voice sounds weird or if I'm coughing, I'm just kind of getting over a little something. So, Okay, so the push is about this mom who she is a first-time mom she's determined to be like a really gentle and comforting mother but she kind of feels like something's wrong with her baby um well mostly when I mean when she's a baby too but mostly when she's like like growing growing up yeah okay and so then she's like kind of feeling like something's wrong with her because like you're supposed to have this connection with your baby Mm -hmm. and whatever Um, And she, like, brings it up with her husband a lot, and her husband just, like, dismisses all her concerns with her daughter's behavior. Oh. So that just probably makes her think that... Yeah, she kind of feels like she's crazy, and her daughter seems to, like, love her husband, but, like, hate her. Anyway, they end up having a son, and then everything feels, like, normal and happy, like, with her son. Like, she has a really good connection with him, and... um, Anyway... There in the synopsis it does say this, so it's not like spoiling anything, but basically, um even though so the daughter's name is Violet, and even though she seems to be happy with everyone in the family except the mom, she seems to like love her little brother so much. But then something really devastating happens and it's like forces like the truth to come out. Ooh. Do you like it because, like, you related to it kind of because you're a mom? Well, I think there are parts that are, like, you really understand when you're a mom, especially going through postpartum. Mm -hmm. But one thing I really did like about it was that it was written all in, like, letter form to her husband, I think. Oh, so oh my gosh, I want to read this. It's like this letter that she delivered to her husband at the beginning. Oh, my gosh. It's like... (gasps) 
yeah. So I'm not giving anything away, but like she delivers this letter to her husband and it's basically like the book. Yeah. It's really, I really yeah. like books like that. Yeah. I think we talked about that when we talked about the maidens, how like the letter part was uh-huh. one of our favorite yeah. parts. And I'm really bad at describing books, so I feel like that was pretty choppy, but if you want to know more, Google it. Yeah. <laughs> Go on Goodreads. <laughs> okay, so my first favorite is My Lovely Wife by Samantha Downing. I almost chose that one. Oh man. Have I read a book this fast? I don't know. Like, I read this book so fast. It was so, um, it was so thrilling. I don't know. Like, I couldn't wait each chapter. I felt like ended on a cliffhanger and I couldn't wait to hear what happened next. So, with, um, My Lovely Wife, it is about a couple. They've been married for, like, 15 years. They have kids. Um, but you find out pretty early on that they are they commit murders together um, together and so with that um you know that kind of from the beginning and then things happen between them and I'm not gonna say anything because it would spoil it the plot twist is good though but yes the plot twists were so good I mean just just a, reading a book about, like, a married couple having kids and also, like, the, and the kids are kind of older. Um, they're not, you know, teenagers, are they? They might be, like, preteen. I can't remember. I think it starts out with them being a little younger, but then they, mm-hmm. they yeah. get older in the book. And I feel like as a wife and a mom, I think about, like, how the heck would Dante and I get away with murder <laughs> with kids? I don't know. Like, the um, premise of the book just really drew me in, and then when I started it, I think I read it in, like, a day. I read it so fast. Like, I remember, oh, dinner's over. Like, I was running to the couch <laughs> to, like, open it and read it. I loved it so much. So I, I really liked it, too. Yeah, Taryn read it, too. Um, I think I read it pretty fast as well. Because it is, a, like, it's a page turn. It is, yeah. Sure. Each each chapter at the end, it was, like, it was a cliffhanger. So you, like, had to. And I think it's, it, the book... How it was set up is it switched off from the wife and the husband's point of view. Mm-hmm. So, like, a st- something's progressing in the wife's point of view. And then it switches over to the husband. But while you're reading about the husband, you're thinking about what happened in the last yeah. chapter uh-huh. about the wife. And you're like, oh, I can't wait to get to the next part. So, I really, um, I really like dual perspective books. I think I've, I'm starting to know, like, I'm starting to learn what my, uh, what draws me in with thrillers Mm -hmm. and, like, dual perspectives is one of my biggest, um, like, I'm drawn to that. I love reading different points of views. Side note, we don't have to put this in because I feel like I talk about the story graph every episode, but (laughs) you can search for books with, like, key titles or, or keywords and you can put in, like, multiple perspective okay. books. You, Taryn keeps telling me about this app, and I literally have it on my phone. <laughs> I just need to, like, sit down and, like, figure it out. But, yeah. Okay. Um, my next one is Eight Perfect Murders. <laughs> Did you think I would include that? I wondered. I, I feel like we've it. talked about it before on here. Yeah. But, oh, it's so good. Like... I love all of Peter Swanson's stuff, but I would have to say that that's probably my favorite 
of his. That's really the only one of his that I really, really like. I love all his books. Every Value You Break was so weird. Well, I haven't read that one, so... Oh, I thought you did. No. Yeah, that one was weird. No. I honestly... I would, ha- I would say that Peter Swanson got me... Hooked on thrillers? Rehooked on Ooh. reading, just yeah. like at the pace that I'm reading right now, because I think it was one of the first books I borrowed from you was one of his. The Kind Worth Killing. Did you? No. No, it You w- ordered it off thrift books. No, before I read The Kind Worth Killing, I read Before She Knew Him oh. from you, and then I was like, okay, I'm going to get The Kind Worth Killing, okay. yeah. and then I read Eight Perfect Murders, so... We've talked about it before, but basically he is a bookstore owner. He owns Mm -hmm. a bookstore. He has a cute little cat. That really has nothing to do with the storyline, but sort of. I mean, I just thought I'd include it if you like cats. (laughs) It's it's a cozy little setup. You're reading about a guy who owns a bookstore. Basically, he like he writes blogs, right? It's been a while since I've read it, but he writes blogs, and one of his oh, he doesn't own the bookstore. He works at it. He works at it. My bad. And he writes. Oh, blog he writes posts for, for the, the bookstore. bookstore. Okay, yeah, that's right. Yeah. So he writes blog posts for the bookstore, and one of his blog posts that you know is kind of one of his more popular ones mm-hmm. is Eight Perfect Murders, based on fictional stories. Yeah. So he takes. Um, like his favorite, his favorite crime, like his, favorite his favorite murders fiction, from yeah. like murder mysteries. mysteries yeah. yeah, and he writes like, what, what if he was gonna not if he was gonna commit murder, but like if you were gonna commit murder, like how would you do it? The, like the best based on ways. fiction, yeah, yeah, based on fictional books. Well, and doesn't the book start off like there's a detective that walks in? Yeah, so and the detective is like questioning him about this list because there's Somebody's. been something's happened mm-hmm. and they're questioning him about it and he's like why are you questioning me about yeah, this that one anyway really it progresses and well and quote me if i'm wrong or correct me if i'm wrong but i think the um he i mean the murders from the fictional books are mentioned in the book but they're actual books. I think yeah, they he are. mentions mm-hmm. like Agatha Christie. Yes. And like uh-huh. reading that, I remember it made me want to read those books because yes. I hadn't read, I don't think, any of them. So here are just a few of the best, mur- his eight perfect murder books. So Agatha Christie's ABC Murders. Um, there's Strangers on a Train. There's uh, Death Trap, Red House Mystery. Just like some some of the older. like older yeah. classic older. mysteries, mm-hmm. and um, the FBI agent that comes to I don't know, kind of like Question. he's not quite he's questioning him, but then he's like kind of recruiting him, like, hey, can you help me? Yeah. Um, anyway, the murders like you know, out there. You know a lot about yeah. these books, and then the murderer starts kind of like stalking him, right? Like. I can't remember. It's been a Maybe while. not stalking him, but like he's watching him and he can tell he's watching him. I, I can't remember the specifics, but yeah, it's pretty good. I like it a lot. <laughs> I remember reading it, I think maybe in one day or two days, but I like brought it. Mm-hmm, I brought it to the gym with me and read it while I was on the treadmill. <laughs> <laughs> That's how you know it's good. It was so good. Um, okay, so my next favorite was The Guest List by Lucy Foley. Oh. Um, I know we... Have you read that one? I did. Okay. 
So I know we talked about this in The Maidens. I really like thrillers that have a really good setting. Mm-hmm. And I really liked the setting from The Guest List. So The Guest List is about um, an island off the coast in Ireland where people are gathering for this wedding. And it focuses in on, like, the bride, the groom, uh, the groom's or the bride's sister, and... There's different characters that, you know, are mentioned in the book. Well, there's a murder and, um, like, someone ends up dead and you, like, everyone's on this island and, like, there's not very, there's not very good cell reception and it's, like, kind of stormy. stormy. Yeah. And so it's, like, a very moody, eerie setting and, like, someone died and you have to figure out Mm -hmm. who died and how they died, who killed them. And it's kind of just a classic whodunit, but I really love, I love it. Um, I thought it was a really, I thought it was a page turner. I read it really, really fast. Um, I did like it, mm-hmm. but I think it's because I read um, The Unwanted Guest, like, right before it. it yeah. I think I read it, like, seriously, back to back. They, they were, like, pretty similar so, in a way. That's the third book on my favorite list is The Unwanted really? Guest. I, so Taryn and I were in my living room, like, coming up with our list of, like, favorite thrillers. And The Guest List and An Unwanted Guest both have kind of similar titles. Don't you think they're similar? Yeah. Like, well, they're similar in Storyline as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So the un, An Unwanted Guest takes place in a, like, kind of like bed and breakfast, like family owned Oh, I loved the hotel. setting of that book so much. And it's much. like... There's a blizzard and it's snowy. I love the oh, setting. Yeah. And there's like all of these different guests. Um, and then someone dies. And then someone else dies. And it's kind of like there are murders happening in the yeah, like little hotel. Disappearing. And you're trying to figure out like who's doing it, what's happening. So um, the guest list and an unwanted guest are both like really, the settings are really eerie and mysterious. And they're just classic whodunits, and I love them. I do love that one, too. Like, that's probably my favorite. That's what makes me want to read Agatha Christie, because she's, like, the OG writer of, like, cozy whodunits. Yeah. And I feel like I need to read her books. But those are those are my top three. I just went ahead and skipped to my third one, because I... I mean, it makes sense. Yeah. Yeah, so I was kind of choosing between... I don't know. I really liked The Unwanted Guest a lot, but it did, didn't make my list. <laughs> it didn't make my cut. <laughs> um, mine, I guess, am I on my last one already? Okay, my third favorite thriller is They Never Learn by Lane Fargo. Have you heard of it? You told me you were reading it a while back and it sounded really good. I think you would like it. Mm-hmm. So it's, the setting is a college um so kind of I think we talked about it when we talked about um I think it was around the time when you found out that the maidens was coming out and they were both like because you said you liked that aspect of the maidens so I feel like you would like this because it's it's kind of like what do you say how do they say it (laughs) yeah academia setting um so basically I'm just gonna read the first sentence of the description because it's like oh Scarlett Clark is an exceptional English professor, but she's even better at getting away with murder. 
Do you need to know anything else? That sounds so good. <laughs> Basically, every year she kills one person, the worst man at the university, like the worst student, the worst professor, whatever it is. She's basically like a... Can you be mad at a feminist <laughs> right. who's just trying to make the world a better place? <laughs> right. <laughs> what, what do they call them when they're... Uh, oh, what's, what's the word? When somebody kills out of... You mean like right, righteous? Like There's a, like a name to describe. It's on the tip of my tongue. Oh, vigilante. Yes, yeah. she's a vigilante. Um, and so she... There's two perspectives to this book. There's the professor, Scarlett, and I basically told you everything about her. Um, but it's mainly focused on her biggest kill yet, which, which she's has working yet to on. Happen. And uh, basically everything's going to plan until she loses control with her latest victim and she's put she puts her secret life at risk of exposure. Mm. And then the other perspective is Carly who is a student. She's trying to survive her freshman year. She's free of her abusive father. She wants to focus on her studies. And then she makes this friend who gets sexually assaulted at a party. And, uh, um, ooh. yeah, and so she, Carly becomes obsessed with making the attacker pay. So she kind of has similar ooh. motive as the professor. Okay, I remember you talking to me about this book, and I wanted to read it so bad. I need to do it. It's really good. I like Ooh. it a lot. Okay, so now on to the books that we want to read. Uh-huh. You can go first. Okay, so I've been wanting to read this for the longest time, and I've started it but haven't finished it, and it's The Couple Next Door by Sherry Lapina. <gasps> oh, yeah. Which is the same author as An Unwanted Guest. Mm-hmm. It's, um, basically what it's about is it all starts at a dinner party. There's this young couple, they're at their neighbor's house for, like, a little dinner party. They have, they leave their daughter at their home, like, next door, um, and they just check on her, like, periodically, and, um then like something bad happens while they're at this dinner party and their baby is like next door at their house and then after that you know it doesn't really say it's like there's secrets there's un nerve-wracking unraveling of a family a chilling tale of deception duplicity and unfaithfulness that will keep you breathless until the final twist so it just sounds like i remember starting it and it sounded I don't know. It sounded really good. It does sound I liked good. the author, so. I think that's also on my want to read list. I feel like I have the book. You do. You got it recently. And I remember being like, oh yeah, that's been on my to be read list. Yeah. Sherry Lapina. Well, you'll have to borrow it. I, I, I don't plan on reading it anytime soon, so if you want. I may have to. Okay. I really want to read The Wife Between Us. Um, I hopefully it doesn't disappoint because I really liked an anonymous girl which is the same author authors I think that's authors. so cool oh that, yeah co-authors yeah I think that's cool <clears throat> that it was written by two people I, I do remember reading that whenever I read an anonymous girl two authors interesting yeah, I feel like that's rare I maybe I just like never realize it but I like that so there's not really much of a description for this book this is the one that's very vague, yeah, it which says, draws you in. Right? You want to know. It says, when you read this book, you will make many assumptions. 
You'll assume you're reading about a jealous ex-wife. You will assume she's obsessed with her replacement, a beautiful younger woman who's about to marry the man they both love. You'll assume you know the anatomy of this tangled love triangle. And then it says, assume nothing. (laughs) Read between the lies. Mm, So Sounds so good. Plus... Mm. I really liked the way that the authors wrote an anonymous yes. girl. So yeah, I really and that was another dual perspective book that was really uh-huh. good. Yeah, that was a page turner for me. I almost that was what I was deciding between. Yeah, I figured. was an anonymous girl, and what was the last one? I, oh yeah, they never learn. Those were the mm-hmm. two that I was like, oh, which one's gonna make my top three? Um. So <clears throat> you actually told me about this book. And oh, yeah. it's called The Babysitter, My Summer with a Serial Killer. Um, I mean, first off, that title. Does anything, <laughs> I mean, like, do you want to read it already just based off the title? Isn't it part a memoir, part mm, fiction? Possibly. Yeah. Yeah, it is. I started reading it, actually. Yeah, because it says um, the main character's name is Liza, and she's also the author, so... Yeah, it talks about how um, her babysitter was a serial killer. And so it's all it's like based on kind of a true, a true story, story. Yeah, which wow sounds even better, <laughs> right? Sorry. Yeah, it. Uh, I feel like that's all you really have to say. <laughs> I know. Like I remember you telling me like about this book called The Babysitter and how it was like kind of nonfiction and how you know. Like, imagine growing up and realizing that your babysitter was a murderer. Because basically, she doesn't find that out till she's an adult. Mm-hmm. And she's like, Mom, why didn't you ever say anything to me? Yeah. So, it's pretty interesting. I haven't read the whole thing. I think I stopped reading it because I was, like, just not in the mood for that right then. But, mm-hmm. yeah. So. Okay, my next one. Did you finish? No, I'm reading it right now. Okay. Wait, you're reading this right now? Mm-hmm. What? I sent it to you the other day. I got it uh, at the library. Uh, I had had a hold on it for a long time. Yeah. Okay, so I guess Faith's reading this currently, but Survive the Night, which I just finished reading another one of her books. Mm -hmm. Is it a her? Riley? (laughs) I just (laughs) assumed. (laughs) Riley Sager. Um, It seems like it's just kind of... Honestly, I haven't really read the description The title... (laughs) Well, I guess I can explain. Yeah, you go. (laughs) Take it over. Um, the title kind of speaks for itself. It's called Survive the Night. It takes place in the 80s, I believe. And it Um, seems like it happens in, like, a short time period, the book. It takes place in one night. Okay, that's what I was thinking. And that's kind of how the chapters are split up. Cool. By, like, like, different different times of the night. Cool. Uh, So this girl is wanting, like, a ride home from college, and she hitches a ride with this guy, and short, like, while she's on the drive, she starts wondering if sorry, backtrack, there, I think, on the university campus, there was a murder or two, and so she's, like, in the car with this guy, and she starts wondering if he's a serial killer. Oh, Lord. So it's about, like, I think part of the synopsis was, like, she has seen movies, she knows how this goes, only one of them is gonna survive the night, or something like that, and that, that, like, drew me in, and I'm not very far in it right now. I just started, but I really like it. That sounds really good. Yeah. I I didn't really know much about it, honestly. Sometimes when I read a book with 
that I really like, I, I'm like, I'll read whatever this author writes. So I'm the same way. I mean, it sounds really good. I'm excited. I don't, maybe I'll read that one next. I really like how it's takes place in just one, one night. night. Yeah. Like, I feel like it's going to be really, um, like a fast pace. How can it not be fast paced? Mm-hmm. It takes place in a night you like are wanting to know what happens. That's kind of why I liked the unwanted guests because it was, I think it was like just a few days maybe, but that it took place yeah. over. But mm-hmm. I, I like books like that. Um, so my third and final like book that I'm looking forward to reading is For Your Own Good by Samantha Downing. And I know Taryn just mentioned this about how like sometimes you you're an author that you like comes out with a book and you don't even read what it's about. You just want to read it because yeah, you love exactly. that author. Well, this is the same author that wrote My Lovely Wife. Oh. Yeah. And when I saw that she was coming out with this book, I was like, all right, I'm reading it because I loved My Lovely Wife so much. But I will read what it is about. Um, Teddy has won. T- okay, so this is kind of like they never learn. It's um, Teddy has won Teacher of the Year at the Belmont Academy. Oh. Um, he oh. says his wife couldn't be more proud, though no one has seen her in a while. Oh. Teddy really can't be bothered with the death of a school parent that's looking more and more like murder, or the student digging a little too deep into his personal life. Um, so, it's a sneaky thriller set at a prestigious private school complete with interfering parents, overeager students, and one teacher who just wants to teach them all a lesson. Apparently, according to Faith's screen here, I have marked it as want, want to read, read, but I forgot. <laughs> I think I just saw that it was the same author and was like, yep, let's read that. Uh, yeah. And then I forgot. Because <laughs> I'm so, like... That does look really good. You know, I'm super excited um, to read that one, but... Yeah, if I hadn't already started reading Survive the Night, that was going to be... The next one. I've been wanting to read that one for a while, so... I'm currently reading that, and I'm trying to finish The People We Meet on Vacation. Yeah, you've been reading that for a while. I have. Okay, what's your... Is this your last one? Yeah, my last one. It's called White Bodies by Jane Robbins. Um, It's an addictive psychological thriller, is what it says, um, which I'm always up for. Basically, it's this seemingly perfect couple. They're young and in love. Um, they have, like, good careers and whatever. It says, but behind their flawless facade, not everything is as it seems. Um, Callie is the main character's twin. Or maybe she's the main character, but um, she is the twin of the woman in the relationship. And she's watching her sister shrink under the man's domineering love is what it says. So she's like trying to, she like sees all the suspicious stuff in their relationship and her bruises and things like that. Like, so trigger warning, but um, basically Felix seems like he has like a a rage problem and their relationship is just not, yeah. And so Callie, the twin is like going to a support group for Um, victims of abuse and their friends so that they can like help yeah Um, but then it says however things spiral out of control and she starts to doubt her own judgment when one of her new acquaintances is killed by an abusive man and then suddenly Felix dies or was he murdered oh so that sounds really good so I like that it sounds suspenseful what does that remind me of 
What does that remind me of? That kind of reminds me of The Wives by Taryn Fisher. Like, I never read that because you told me... Yeah. Well, I kind of pulled it out of her. I, I pulled out the, the plot, the plot twist, twist out of Faith. Yeah. That's probably the worst plot twist I've ever read in a book. So I was like, meh. Yeah, I'm gonna but, read it. Um, part of that kind of... Excuse me. Kind of sounds similar. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, okay, so we talked about... the. I think we talked about all, all three. The, mm-hmm. What are you reading right now? Are you reading uh, a thriller right now? Yeah, it's a thriller. It's a... It's oh, called Girl yes. One. Yes, that I want to read. Yeah, I think I just haven't read it enough, fast enough to be, like, into it a lot. Yeah. But I do like the storyline and the characters, so... Yeah, it's not, I love, like, this is probably the funnest part of having a friend that likes to read the same things that you do because, I mean, like, good and bad in the sense of, like, my list of books I want to read will never end because, <laughs> same. like, we, we keep all, telling each other. I know, we always learn about new books from each other. Uh-huh. Like, oh, I'm reading this one. Like, oh, what's it about? And then, like, okay, we're adding it to our list. Yeah, you have a never-ending book recommendation list basically yeah Yeah. like every time we both start reading a new book it's either a book that we've already read we've already read the other person has already Uh read or we instantly want to read it because Uh we love the same books yeah basically and that happens with other other books not just thrillers but yeah we are we are fiends for thrillers for sure we are i know right now i'm reading a romance and I'm wondering if it's taking me so long because... It's just slower. It's slower, which there's nothing wrong with. I don't mind, you know, slower books. I appreciate um, all kinds of books. But I feel like when you read thrillers, like, <laughs> so many in a row, you get used to the, like, fast-pacedness that mm-hmm. when you try to read a slower book, it's, like, really hard... To get into Because it, you yeah. feel like it should be going faster. And I feel like I catch myself kind of, like trying to rush through it yeah and then I'm like no that's not the point of this book (laughs) you have to be in a different mood yeah you know exactly well but that all to say we always appreciate the recommendations especially if it's a thriller yeah so hit us up on Instagram our our goal of the podcast well our first goal we love doing it we don't care about how many people listen because we just think it's so fun But, like, our, I guess, second goal of the podcast is when you listen, we want listening to our podcast to encourage you and make you want to read. Um, Yeah. So, I hope you like our recommendations, and we would love if you would message us and give us recommendations. We love talking about books. We could do it all day. Yep. (laughs) Hence why we have a whole podcast about it. But, yeah, I guess. And leave us a review. Yeah, um, I know we don't really. We never promote ourselves. I know we never really promote ourselves. But if you would be so kind, if you haven't already, please leave us a review. Um, If you're listening on a platform that allows you to do that, we would appreciate it. Um, And I know we mentioned this earlier. Keep on the lookout on our Instagram at Read 'Em and Drink. We're thinking about planning another um, read. Read with, read with us. us. And if you read The Maidens and you haven't already reached out to us, please do so. We love um, just knowing that, like, other people are yeah. following along. That's yeah. cool to hear about. But keep a lookout. I think we're going to either choose a book or I think we talked about picking some options and letting you guys, like, vote. 
on Instagram so or something. So if that's something yeah. you'd be interested in, keep your eyes peeled. Or maybe we can even ask for recommendations yeah. as well. So yeah, that'd so, be fun. That's on the horizon, but that's, I think, all we have for today. You guys have a good weekend since it's Friday for you. Yeah, since it's, <laughs> since it's Friday for you, Monday for us. Yeah. But have a good weekend and keep reading. And keep drinking.